ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله تعالى عليه واله وصحبه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار ثم اما بعد قال الله تعالى الله سبحانه وتعالى سيس ان القران فاذا افتتم من عرفات فاذكروا الله عند المشعر الحرام واذكروه كما هداكم وان كنتم من قبله لمن الضالين الله سبحانه وتعالى speaks about he takes an oath by he glorifies and he makes mention of the day of arafah in the quran he does this over and over again to show mankind the significance of this day the right that this day has in the sight of allah jalla wa ala and the virtue that this day possesses with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he does this jalla wa ala to make us as the servants of allah realize the importance of this day for if allah jalla wa ala ever makes mention of something or he ever takes an oath by something or someone or he ever glorifies and speaks about the virtue of something he only does so to make mankind understand the importance of this day so that they realize and they exert every possible effort that they have in order to establish the remembrance of Allah and the glorification of Allah on that particular day the day of arafah our brothers and sisters in islam the day of arafah which lies on monday coming inshallah ta'ala is a day that has great significance in the religion of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only is allah jalla wa ala mentioned in the quran but it's a day of blessings it's a day that he swears by is a day that he has honored subhanahu wa ta'ala by mighty characteristics it's a day they specified the specific words a day of mercy a day of expiation of sins a day where he promised to free a large number of people from the hellfire a day where iblis the shaitan retreats and he despises the characteristics of the muslims when they worship allah on that day it is a day that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perfected his religion glorified al-islam and completed his favor upon us all he says subhanahu wa ta'ala when he makes mention of it in the quran he says liyashhadu manafi'a lahu wa yadhkuru isma allah fi ayyamin ma'lumat ibn abbas radiyallahu ta'ala an says the days that are known that he speaks about in this ayah the days that are known are none other than the days of dhul-hijjah so allah speaks about al-arafah the day of arafah when he speaks about the hijjah 
for Arafah falls under the 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah, for which Allah Jalla says they are Ayyamin Ma'lumat, days that are known by Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. He swears by it in the Quran by swearing by the days of Dhul-Hijjah, then specifically swearing by taking an oath by the day of Arafah. He says, he says subhanahu wa ta'ala by the dawn, by the ten nights, meaning the ten days of Dhul-Hijjah. And then he says, وَالشَّفْعِ what? By the even and the odd. Ibn Abbas When explaining these ayat, these verses of the Quran, he said, Allah swearing by taking an oath by the first ten days of Dhul-Hijjah to show mankind the significance of these ten days. And then he specifies certain days from these ten days. And he says, the even and the odd. Ibn Abbas said, the even is the tenth day of Dhul-Hijjah. And the odd is the ninth day of Dhul-Hijjah. So Allah specifies the even and the odd, specifies the tenth and the ninth. When he already made an oath by them to signify to mankind the greatness of these two days. He didn't need to take a further off by the tenth and the ninth. But he did so to show mankind that it is not only the ten days that are glorious in the sight of Allah, but in these ten days we are gearing ourselves up. We are preparing ourselves for the ninth and the tenth. For the ninth and the tenth are two great days in the sight of Allah so he further takes an oath by them, subhanahu wa ta'ala. This day of brothers in Islam is so great in the sight of Allah Jalla wa'ala that Allah Jalla wa'ala perfected Islam, completed Islam, and detailed all of its intricate details on the day of Arafah. Allah Jalla wa'ala says, الْيَوْمَ أَكْمَلْتُ لَكُمْ دِينَكُمْ وَأَكْمَلْتُ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعْمَتِي Today, I have completed your religion. And I have perfected for you my favor. And I'm pleased as Islam as your religion. This ayah, this magnificent ayah, a Yahudi man, a Jewish man, came to Umar bin Khattab, radiallahu anhu, and he said, if this verse was revealed in our books, we would have taken that day as an Eid, as a day of celebration. Umar bin Khattab, he said, we know exactly when this ayah was revealed and where it was revealed. It was revealed to Muhammad وسلم, on the day of Jum'ah, on the day of Arafah. On the day of Arafah. Imagine the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu Twenty-three years of hardship and difficulty. Twenty-three years of being oppressed and being slandered and being accused. Twenty-three years of establishing the deen of Allah and it was completed. It was completed. It was perfected. And all of the rules of Allah had come and been established to the extent that some of the scholars of tafsir they say this was the last ayah of the Qur'an revealed. To Muhammad revealed on the day of Arafah, perfected on the day of Arafah, 
Islam completed on the day of Arafah. On the day of Arafah, Allah became pleased that this religion of Allah and Islam is for us all. Revealed on the day of Arafah. And this is why the Prophet said, Yawmu Arafah, wa yawmu nahar, wa ayyam, wa ayyamu mina. The day of Arafah and the day of Nahar, the tenth day, and the days of Mina are Eid for Ahlul Islam. Are Eid for Ahlul Islam. They're a source of happiness. They're a source of congratulating one another. They're a source of establishing the oneness of Allah upon the religion of Allah. This is the day of Arafah, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised to free a large number of people from the hellfire. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, Man in Yom, there is not a day. But Allah didn't know how to free a large number of people from the hellfire, except it is on the day of Arafah. The day of Arafah is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not only frees people from the hellfire, but if your name was written as the people from the hellfire, if you are now going to do action from the people of the hellfire, Allah didn't know how to make sure the day of Arafah that your names are freed, and then you follow this day with actions of good so that you can be from the people of paradise. And this is why Allah Jalla wa'ala, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said, he boasts in a manner that befits his majesty. And he's proud in a manner that befits his majesty about every person worshipping Allah, especially on the plain, on the plain of Arafah. He says sallallahu alayhi wa inna Allah, that Allah Jalla wa'ala, yubahi bi ahli Arafat. Allah Jalla wa'ala boasts about the people of Arafah to the people or to the angels in Jannah. Our brothers in Islam, the day of Arafah is upon us. And this day isn't just the day that is signaled out for worship by the people of Hajj. Rather, every servant of Allah Jalla must understand the virtues of this day and must signal out Allah Jalla in this day. For this day possesses great, great forms of benefit. It is a day of du'a. It is a day of du'a. We often find that we save our du'as for specific times that Allah loves, or our du'as are more likely to be accepted. Perhaps we say the last part of Friday. Perhaps we say the odd nights in the night of Ramadan. Perhaps we say whilst we are fasting, or this no doubt, our honorable time when du'as are accepted. But there is a moment when du'as, there is a day when du'as are never rejected. Great du'as, du'as of the greatest day to make a du'a is the day of Arafah. For the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, خَيْرُ du'a, du'a yawmi Arafah. The greatest du'a, وَفِلِوَاهِ said, أَفْضَلْ du'a, du'a yawmi Arafah. The most virtuous du'a, the best du'a, the greatest du'a is the du'a that is made in Arafah. Ibn Abdul Bar, he said this dua is both for the people of Arafah, those making Hajj, and those who are across the world to make dua to Allah on the day of Arafah. In fact, the Prophet continues in a hadith that some scholars of Islam declared authentic or declared good. He said, The greatest dua is the dua on the day of Arafah. And the greatest thing to say that I used to say and those prophets and messengers that came before me used to say was La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la lahu al-mulk wa lahu al-hamd wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadeer. 
And some of the Salaf that said that the greatest dua to make on the day of Arafah for both the people of Arafah and those outside of Arafah is to recite this dua, La ilaha illallah wahdahu, la sharika la, lahu al-mulk wa lahu al-hamd, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadeen, to recite this over and over and over. As this is the dua of the Prophet and this was the dua of all of the prophets and all of the messages that came before. And this is what Ibn Qayyim says, Rahimahullah ta'ala, that the reason why Allah didn't want to freeze people on the day of Arafah from the hellfire, and the reason why this day is the day where he freed the most people from the hellfire is because on this day he finds the servants of Allah Jalla declaring the testimony of Tawheed, declaring the testimony of the prophets and messengers, declaring the form of dhikr, the dua of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa where they say, La ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika la, lahu al-mulk wa lahu al-hamd, wa huwa ala kulli shayin qadeer. So when they, when they utter this dua, and they moisten their tongue with this dua, and they repeat this dua, this dua of Islam, this dua of testifying that there is none worthy of worship except for Allah, Allah Jalla wa'ala frees them from the hellfire. And Allah Jalla wa'ala makes them from the people that only follows this day with good actions so that they can be from the inhabitants of paradise. This is the day. With the sunnah of the Prophet for those who are not in Arafah to fast for the sake of Allah Jalla But when the Prophet was asked about fasting on the day of Arafah for those who are not in Hajj, he said, You Salat al Madiya wa Salat al It is a day that expiates for all of the sin that the person did in the past, meaning the year of the past. And it will expiate for all of the sins that a person will do in the next year. Shaykh Muhammad Mukhtar Shaykh Hafidhahullah Ta'ala will explain in a hadith like this topic. Where Allah Jalla wa'ala or His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam speak about sins being forgiven. And they don't specify whether it's major sins or minor sins. He says that every believer should hope, inshaAllah Ta'ala, that his major sins and his minor sins are included in this hadith. Because he didn't specify, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that it's the only the minor sins are forgiven. And thus, the one who fasts on Monday, inshallah ta'ala, for the sake of Allah jalla wa'ala, Allah jalla wa'ala will meet him with mercy and forgive him for every single sin he committed last year. And forgive him for every single sin he will commit next year. And some of the scholars of Islam, they say, what does it mean for the sins to be forgiven next year? They say that Allah will do a number of things and from them is that He will protect you from falling into those sins. He will protect you from falling into sins. And if you do fall into those sins, He will make sure those sins are forgiven by Him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. An honorable day awaits us all, O brothers in Islam. A virtuous day awaits us all, O brothers in Islam. The day of Eid, the day of mercy, the day of forgiveness, the day of fasting for Allah, the day where Allah will promise, inshallah, to include us from those he saves from the hellfire.